0: Coming in at six foot four, number one, Paddy's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Paddy, and welcome to Paddy's Playbook. The show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Paddy's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, NBA fans, we are back. Football, the Super Bowl, done and dusted. And NRL and fans, I promise we have content coming around the corner. We've been a bit quiet with the season just around the corner, but we're going to explode. A few big shows coming out. Can't wait, but yeah. The NBA, we were going to do this show literally hours after the deadline and we just thought let's just take a deep breath because a lot's going on. It was honestly probably the craziest trade deadline in at least the last five, ten years, off the top of the dome. Like it was, it was revolting. It was just nuts. And I think Mitch, we just dive in head first. You start start with the you know, the big stuff. Work our way down. How do you feel about the deadline? And
1: I don't know maybe maybe a bit sick for some people who have um. We've got some teams at the top of the ladder, maybe a Denver team or a Boston team. Seeing guys like KD and Kyrie go to a good Western team and make them better and make them now championship caliber teams probably makes a few people sick. Be crazy, but yeah, I'm keen to dive
0: into it. Well, you mentioned the name KD, Kevin Durant traded to the Suns. Obviously, before the season started, he requested that trade and then he renegotiated on that, pulled it back. And my understanding is if things went south during the year, which obviously they did. We'll get to Kyrie. Um, the Nets were happy to work with him to try and make him happy and get out. And I think it's a good trade for both parties. I think the Nets got in early, a day, like 24 hours before the, they cut off the deadline. And, you know, you get back obviously the two wing players who I really like, the two young guys, um, Bridges and Cameron Johnson, and all this or the first round picks, the capital, But as you said, sons, instant contenders. I was at work actually on my forklift, and our group chat had just exploded. And this was, as I said, twenty four hours before the deadline cut off. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like I needed, yeah, I needed time just to. Even that night, man, I got home from work and I was like, "What the fuck? This is the craziest, one of the craziest trades I've ever seen." So, how are you feeling?
1: (laughs) I was just like, I was shook. Yeah, I was shook. I didn't believe it. I don't know how they pulled that off. It went from being to me, from this year's center, center point of view, sorry, it made it look like the East was much more stronger than the West. Now you just moved two superstars from the East, mm. moved them straight over to the West, and made those two teams contenders.
2: Mm.
1: Went from being, I looked at Denver as like, not an easy easy Western Conference Finals or like an easy Finals. I was like, they're the team to beat right now. They're top of the table. They're very deep. Probably going to have a triple, a back to back to back MVP most likely.
2: Mm.
1: But now you're going to see these other teams in the you know, in the mid tier going to be pushed up, and now it's going
0: to make for a, a hell of a playoffs. The Wild West is back. I couldn't agree more. And like my understanding of the trade is obviously Suns' new owner Matt Ishbia. I'm pretty sure that night before the deadline, he was like there was a pretty much a done deal with um, John Collins. Like they were keen on John Collins. The front office was negotiating that. And then I think he's just come in, new owner, hog on the table. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's let's try for Kevin Durant. Fuck it. Like and we all know this sort of stuff happens with new owners coming in. They want to splash their cash. They want to make the big move. They want to kind of like everyone knows Matty Spears' name now. He's come in the trade. Like they want to be known for that just that big action move. And here it is. So it's pretty crazy. They've gone John Collins and they've gone stuff it all in. And Mitch. I'm Like, history-wise, I'm not the smartest guy off the NBA and stuff. I obviously read a lot of stuff, listen to podcasts, be like, we don't see superstars traded like this. We don't. You think of like a Steph Curry, LeBron James, like elite guys for the last 5, 10, 15 years. And I've got a little list here. So Kareem in 75, Wilt in 64 and 68, Oscar in 70, Shaq in 04, and Moses in 82. So they're like elite superstars, arguably the best in the league at that time. And five of those six trades led to championships. So just when you look back at the history of the league and like, we rarely see these trades, like imagine if LeBron got traded, the league would go nuts. So when, as I said, these superstars, the tippity top, these pantheon guys, when they get traded, the history says like it leads to championships, which is pretty well, nuts.
1: There's definitely championship or boss Like, Easy. You bring in, I bring in Kevin Durant in, maybe best player in the world, but, this is like the final stages of Chris Paul's career. You have to get the best out of him this year to
2: win. Devin Booker is in his prime. DeAndre Ayton. Good center. Not horrible. Good center. Those are, that's enough, right?
1: I think that's enough. Because mm. enough for me could just be Booker and Katie, but you need Chris Paul there to manage both of them and help them get to their, where they need on the court, mm. help them get in rhythm. So this is it. I think this is the year. but like, this is the only year. Because yeah. I don't know if KB, KD goes, oh, maybe I'll come back next year. Because how do you know? Like, what about Chris Paul situation? Like, how do we know? He needs to be a, a good player for them to win. Mm. I just don't think if, if KD and Booker were very good, that they just win it by themselves without Chris CP. CP needs
2: to be,
0: like, starting an engine for him. Hopefully, all he needs to do is average like six points and just nine, 10, 11 assists. And as you said, just be that leader kind of, that guide the team. We all know, obviously, it's Devin Booker's team, but what like, I guess like the nitty gritty when you actually look at the Suns and how they play, obviously, they love the mid-range. You've got three players here who are arguably some of the best mid-range players ever, some of the best pick and roll players ever, isolation players. Yeah, I I don't know what you do with a Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, screen or CP, they're going to live in the mid range. Like that is.
1: Well, CP likes CP likes using clock and he likes to manage the clock. You know, they don't like shooting early. Um, so they they he usually loves running pick and roll straight up. And that could work well, because I don't think giving the ball early, early in a shot clock to KD or book is going to help them. No. Nah. Because it makes them more defendable. Yep. So if he can work out how to get them a good ball late, but like in good looks, it's going to work out better for him because that way, then CP can do something because he loves coming down off the down screen, hitting that little mid range jumper at the free throw line.
0: Little elbow, 15, 16, Definitely footer. Definitely
1: can find an oop for anyone. Definitely eight, and he loves it. They've run it very well together. So, look, it's going to work, but CP needs to be that guy just to help him out, help him string them all out a
2: little across the court.
0: Okay. So, your, your kind of viewing of this is you know what you're going to get from KD, you know what you're going to get yes. from Booker. You just need CP to do his job. And, of course. Yeah. I'm similar to that. I'm, I'm more, yeah. No, I, I I agree, mate. I'm just more worried about Ayton. We've seen him before. He's averaging 19 points in the NBA, which is pretty good. Obviously, that's yeah. probably going to dip a bit. He just needs to be fucking ready. Hands up, just roll. You are going to get some ridiculous, easy looks. I don't want to see him complaining. You've talked about it on the podcast before, going to this season. Him and Monty Williams, a bit of drama, disagreeing. Obviously, was it he signed with um, Pacers, but then the Suns could... Match that, the match offer, offer, sheet, sheet, yeah. offer sheet comes out, comes to play, bang. Obviously, you're going to do it every day of the week. Um, so I just don't want to see any bullshit from him. He obviously has to understand he's a fourth, fourth star, fourth option. He's going to – basketball is going to be so easy for him. That's all I'm going to say. Aiton, just dial in, do your job, bro. That's it. Like, you are going to thrive. Yeah.
2: Just uh, do your job. Rebound, set picks.
0: I guess yeah, a lot of people are saying like the defensive side for the Suns, but maybe we come back on a rainy day, mate. And we we talk about how they actually look because we don't know. But offensively, yeah, it's we're
1: speculating right now because we're speculating off their talents and we know what they're capable of, but we don't really know how it's actually going to work until we look after the first five, ten games of them healthy altogether playing on the court.
0: Mm. The minutes. Yep, and um. I guess just to bow it, as you said, with the Nuggets, like they were deservedly favorites to come out of the West. Just talent-wise, on paper, you obviously look at the Suns and that's the way you get it. That's where it happens. Should we roll on? Go. KD's old teammate. This happened another day before the KD trade, so two days before the deadline or three days before the deadline. This was wild. This started the week off and I was like, fuck, this is, yeah. As I said, the trade started early, the big boys started to fall and probably like... That last hour, two hours of the deadline wasn't as juicy. But when you're getting guys like Kyrie traded to the Mavs, I struggled to wrap my head around this guy. Talk to me, Mitch. Considering how good Brooklyn started and how well they went, they went up
1: to they got to the second, third seed. Or something second, second seed. Team. Yep. Something like that. Did you expect anything of this to happen during trade deadline?
0: No. When he fell, I was like, "Oh, okay. We've we've got a party. We've got a party it's over okay there." Katie, you want to stay? Yeah, exactly. KD can't win without Kyrie. Exactly. Did him dirty. But once again, I'm going to say it. I don't feel sorry for KD because you've put yourself in this situation. You wanted to be best mates with this guy, team up with this guy. The Literally, the Nets... This will be our last Nets chat, Mitch. Let's just get all this shit out of the way because it's been a draining 24, 24 months. You can fire away in a second. But yeah, like you, literally, you give the keys to the city of these two guys who run your franchise, player empowerment, look what happens. Kyrie, I probably didn't expect it, but he does weird shit, man. And I guess we can get to the net side of it soon. Um, who, what happens if they're in the first round and they're up 2 1? Or oh, they're probably up 3 2 and then Kyrie does some stupid weird tweet. I can just see it and this thing's just going to burn. I just We've seen this over the last few years. He does silly stuff. We can't trust him. I don't really know what else to say. I want to get your take and then we'll roll into the next little layer of this.
1: I just want to veer away differently. I'm talking about KD for a second easily. Okay. Because. You often used to talk about like Katie so much. they so used to annoy me. Oh, <laughs> Mitch! Well, if it, it would annoy anybody who knows what he like his road. Yes. So he went to the Warriors, went to the best team ever, regular season team ever, mm-hmm. won two championships, mm-hmm. could have won a third. Got injured. Clay got injured in that 2019 series as well against Toronto. Then he goes to Brooklyn. I don't know there's expectations of a championship probably is because he's got Kyrie and. Obviously, they both out. They were both out for the first year, I think. There was a bubble year. Um, and then the next year, what happened next year? I think the, last year. The toe on the 2021,
0: line. 2021. Swept? So it was, uh, no, it was they, got, they got swept last year against Boston. Yeah, so sorry. It was the first year, injured, obviously, KD coming off the ruptured yep. Achilles. Kyrie yep. played some games, then he got shut down. And then the year after that was the toe on the line. Yeah.
2: That's right, against the Bucs, yeah, went game seven. And then last they year. They slept year. against Boston. Mm. So this span of years. Four years. This
1: span of four years, how does that look in terms of KD's legacy? Because your expectations of KD years ago was that maybe top 10 player all time. He's top 15 all
0: time. Of- top 15 all times locked in right now. He's still got to creep up.
1: What, that happens, what happens if I'm saying this is the year where it's championship bust and they bust? Who knows? They could versus Dallas first round and lose against mm-hmm. Kyrie and Luca.
0: That's a matchup. I what does win. that
1: do to his legacy? Because then where does he go? Does he think CP three can't do it anymore? What team does he go to? Like he can't he need, if he wants to win a championship by himself, he's just going to different teams hoping for something to happen where he's not taking control of the team and, like, thinking, I can work through this. Okay.
0: How, are we going, how am I going to break this response down? Because I, I, I agree with where you're coming from, if you think he's going to hop from team to team. But I don't think the Nets thing has anything on his dynasty. Do you?
1: I don't. As you said, you, you go to a team where you, where you push it yourself, where you with a guy who you think win, you can win with, and then, I don't know,
2: this just just looks like a massive bump.
0: Okay. Well, okay. Let's break this down. Well, obviously the toe and the line. One inch away from what? Was it the Eastern Conference Finals or the Finals? Yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. So you've got that when in that series, James Harden goes down with a hamstring and then he misses a few games and then he comes back and he's playing one leg and he offers nothing. And then the first game of that series, Kyrie goes down and doesn't play the whole series. Essentially he played, like, I think that game six, he played the whole game, and that was arguably one of the greatest playoff guns I've ever seen. I think he went off like 50-something. Do you remember that one? Or maybe that was game five, sorry, at home, and then they went to Bucks. Anyway.
1: so I just, feel, I just feel like um, all we're going to know KD by is
0: him just getting helped by the Warriors to win a championship. So I I, I I understand where you're coming from, but I totally disagree. I think when it's all said and done, we're not going to sit back and go, oh, oh, KD got those rings at the Warriors. Oh, KD, what about the time in the Nets? I don't think we honestly do that. I think we just look at him as an overall good player.
1: The real basketball heads will always remember his time with the Warriors and what he done. I'm guaranteeing you that.
0: Yeah, and I certainly will. But I don't think like the, the average casual, casual fan will. Yeah. I really don't. And I, I don't think the net stuff... You think of like the coaching dramas, which was a lot of the thing was him. Kyrie, is best man. Like You put all your eggs in one basket with him and he fucked you over multiple times. You know if Kyrie probably plays. If, if that team's fit, they win the championship that year. Theoretically, offensively, like astronomical, the numbers were just through the roof. And then, obviously, the I don't want to go back to it, but the COVID shit with Kyrie doesn't get jabbed. James Harden's had enough; he leaves and stuff. You get Ben Simmons back; it's just yeah. a nightmare. Like we've, it's been such a like a long draining period. And the big oh. three, I just want to chuck this in: the big three. How
2: many games do you reckon they played together? Oh, when jo- when Harden was there, yeah, Huckle.
0: sixteen. Yeah. So, and I'm not here defending KD because I'm the first one to admit you put yourself in that situation and I don't feel bad for him. And I hate how, like I'm all for the players, but the pro player empowerment and all this bullshit, I hate it. And we're saying with the Australian cricket team, just quickly, I'll divert. You get rid of the coach, the number one in the world, win the World Cup, the Ashes die to die, and now they've just crumbled in India and stuff. And like the players have been known for being too soft and stuff. Anyway, that's to the left. Let's keep moving on. I'm all for the players, but when this sort of shit happens, you've only got yourself to blame. So I don't feel sorry for him.
1: Well, if we didn't see this coming, him going to Suns, what happens if they go bust this year and he wants to go? He's looking for a team, he's a free agent. Where does he go? Well, Mitch, I'll
0: be the first one to sit down don't with him and that Don't even say Oklahoma, say something else. I think he's going to be in Phoenix for at least a year or two. When Honestly, if they bust out this, obviously you're going to be on the podcast. If they bust out, we'll have that serious conversation. But legacy-wise, I don't think we have to worry about that right now. I really don't. I, no, I agree where you're coming from. I don't like the situation in the Nets. It was the biggest waste of time in his prime, four years going down the drain. They won one playoff series. It was pathetic.
1: Will he win a championship one more?
0: I think so. See, okay. I just think he's got at least another three to four years, the way he plays in his prime. The way he plays. Because he's he's the most like one of them, he's probably the most diverse superstar right what is now.
1: He's approaching, I think he's year 16 now, Pat.
0: Mm, yeah, he's getting on. D- definitely. He's obviously signed that extension with the Nets. He's still got another three or four years with Suns. Obviously, we'll see if he goes or whatnot, but the contract's there. Booker's in his prime. Absolute elite. I love him. You're probably right with the CP3 stuff. Does it work? Does it not? But I think they're obviously favorites for a reason. We'll see if they can win a chip. I don't think we have to have those legacy conversations yet, but I'm more than happy. If they bum out and something happens- When does, when does CP3's contract end? Oh, he's still got another year or two big money. That will ha- yeah. And he's old. You're right. He's old. and He's breaking down. Do they trade CP3 for Kyrie? <laughs> Bro, well, they were the rumors getting shopped around like a day before. They were legit interested, but I don't know if that's all bullshit. I'm not reading into that.
1: Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> this is right, good. We should just move on. I think I've triggered you a bit.
0: No, not triggered me because I, I agree. Like I listen to these things and I, I agree with everything you're saying. I do, Mitch, but I, just, I don't want to be premature here. I think we just have to hold on. Because well, h- h- hypothetically, what happens at the end of the season, he's got a chip. Then all this conversation ends and it's like, you did it.
2: Yeah, he did it, but <laughs> he okay. went to CP3, 8 and Booker. What
0: do you mean? See, that, I think that's bullshit because we were talking at the start of the year before that saying their window's closed. CP3's 37, breaking down. They couldn't get there. I don't think this is not an easy chip if he wins it. Surely you're not in that. Oh, like the, West is, the West is strong again. So you've
1: got to get through Luka and Kyrie. you got to get through Denver. You've got to get, hey, Warriors could be healthy again. I'm not going to count out Stephen Clay and Draymond if they're on the court together, Andrew Wiggins.
0: Mm, Body earth. So, so there's a
1: lot of teams to go through, and it's going to be fucking good, and I can't wait.
0: Good. So I'm just, let's just wrap this convo now. What is your take on this? Because you're saying he's going to be remembered going to the Suns side when they haven't won or couldn't do anything. So do you, you think it's an easy chip or not? I just need to get this answer out of you.
1: But they're playing with high-level players. And they were a team that were in the finals as well. Okay. I guess Booker's Book been out. As I said, CP3 is the only guy I'm really just worried about.
0: Yeah. So what's your take on the KD thing? I just need to get this out before we go any further. Do you know what I'm trying to ask?
1: What's my take on the KD thing?
0: In regards to you don't think it's like an easy option for him, hey? This will be – so you talk about the legacy and stuff. He's going to be room for the Warriors. This is – Well,
1: went to an easy – you got traded to an easy option. Do you don't think this is an easy option, him going, getting traded?
0: It's an easier option, but it's not like a cakewalk.
1: Well, he's going with a top 10 player, pro, top five-point guard all time, possibly. He's 37. High-level of... high level, high level coach. I'm just saying. He's, do you remember what these type of players are? I don't remember. Yes, I do. I, they're, fifth in, they're, fifth in, they're fifth in the West anyway without him, and then he's just come.
0: Mitch, Mitch, a month ago, mate, they were down out of the play-in. They lost the 10 straight games. Booker's exactly. out. Booker's out. This is Devin Booker. I know. I've got him. He's an absolute. This, this is we're talking about Devin Booker. He's a freak. I know. But they weren't able to win. They're so winning
2: I'm, now. I, I guarantee they'll they'll win something.
0: All right. So where do we sit on this? I I am a bit triggered now. I'm trying to understand where you're where you're sitting on this argument, or what side, or what narrative you're trying to push, because like I don't want to be sitting here at the end of in June, and we're going, oh, they were the best team on paper, or da da da, or what does this mean, or you know what I mean. Yeah, this is an easy up, It's run. a fucked up
1: trade. It's a fucked up trade. He's going, to a,
2: he's going to a very good team. What do you mean to say?
0: Okay, so where would you like to see him go?
2: So I totally disagree.
1: I know. I would just like to see him play it out for the rest of the year.
0: Okay. And then, but everything that he's gone through.
1: Because I know exactly. If I, if I see him play it out for the rest of the year and just push through, Bro, not- make, they're, they're making playoffs.
0: They're making playoffs. No, regardless. And they're not, they're not winning the chip, though. So it's just about going to the wherever is the easiest to get a chip? No, it's not. He's he's been there for the last four years. We've talked about it. Kyrie, his best man's fucked him over. He's played for all that bullshit. What about all the somatic stuff at the study? The, the COVID stuff. He's just wanted to trade out of nowhere. The amount of games I've played together is nothing. He gets hardened in. Kyrie fucks that over. I'm not blaming like this is his fault, Kevin Durant, for putting himself in this situation. But I think you're being a bit harsh on the whole thing. New coach you come in, which was on him.
2: But if they're if they
1: fifth and the if if they fifth in the East, guaranteed playoff. Just play it out, see what happens. You could what happens if you
2: versus Cavs or you verse Philly? You could beat them. You could. I, I, you could. But then you got. I'm think- telling you. I'm telling you right now. Who's. I'm
1: telling you right now. It's a guaranteed thing that Bucks and Boston are, make, are both going to be in the East Conference Finals. No one's going to beat them in the second round.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So why not just push for it and just play? You play your hearts and see what happens in the offseason?
0: Because the start of the year, obviously, wanted a trade because of the bullshit. He negotiated that. He kept playing, and now he's that's the destination he wanted. That was part of his team at the start of the year. So if if it's there and it's a business move, if he's agreeing on, you're not going to get that trade or the stuff back. They got two elite young rising star wings who I love. Four first round picks. They got in early. I think it's a good deal what they got, and we can talk about the net side of it soon. I think it's like right. business business side of it all that comes from it as well. And obviously, I get that KD. It's going to be on him. I, I, I just see it totally different. We were literally sitting here like six months ago saying their windows closed, their dog shit, they can't win. And the re- you know the reason why they're this good? The caliber of player, top 12, 15 player of all time, KD going there. That's why for me. That's why these trades, like, I agree with most of the things you're saying. I don't think it's an easy option. I'd, I, Yeah. We agree to disagree. That's what I love about you. You, you come in hot and heavy.
1: I don't know if I come in hot maybe. I just wanted the trigger units worked out. I can see you going red. see you blowing steam off that just, uh, headphones.
0: People were saying the same thing. It's like they complain when he's there and things aren't going well and then he gets traded and they complain. Like, you can't please everyone. I don't really understand. What's, a, what's your special source? Where's the right answer? What team makes everyone happy? Oh, let's just send him to Houston and let him cook down there. Like, I don't know what trade stay, makes just everyone stay happy. For the, stay for the season play it out. But what does he that do? do then he he can't just sign somewhere. Things oh. might
2: change. Maybe someone wants to come play with him. He was over it. Maybe that's
0: like he's done his dash there.
2: Not okay. With the Warriors is over it with the
1: Oklahoma. He's over it with the Nets. Next week, maybe in a year's time, we'll be here. and We're saying, oh, he's being traded here. He's on there. Oh, now he's over his time with the Suns. Like you're off your head, mate.
0: Four, <laughs> four years. Four years. <laughs>
1: I think we
2: should move on because I'm. I've had enough talking about him.
0: To this point, he's been on. He was on exactly the same teams as LeBron.
2: LeBron's won a championship wherever he's gone.
0: Exactly, I'm not debating that. Oh, you know what? We should so, move on, mate. Because Suns are going to win, and then you you're going to be back right at the end of, this, of the year. They
1: should be their top. They should be four favorites to win right now. Third. I don't yeah. know. I haven't looked at. I haven't looked at um, odds of, at all. But they should be minimum top four to win, guaranteed.
0: Yep, they're up there. We'll get to. Uh, we'll get to that later. But they went from. Yeah, they went from. And why did they do that? They were twenty one dollars before that. Why did? They, why are they into five dollars? Because this out. T- yeah,
1: exactly. They're not going to fucking win with the same team because I know they, they know this team. That team wasn't going to win.
0: Exactly. But the window was closed. Had- they know they're not going to win. And bang, they get Kevin Durant, a top 12, 15 player of all time. Bang, they're favourites for a reason wherever he went, name a team in the West or wherever, and he would, they would be top four to five in odds to win. Just Kevin Durant. Exactly. That's what makes the trade crazy because it's him. We've got to appreciate him. Like, that's where it comes into. We talk about Booker, CP3 oh, being on. Appreciate. I said he's a, I said he's the best player in the NBA all the time. I know, but that's why it's crazy because he's the reason there. Anyway, we're bogged down. We haven't even got to the Kyrie trade. This
1: isn't this is- a KD show. This is supposed <laughs> a trade deadline.
0: You're the one that started asking me about the fucking dynasties and this and that. Anyway, yeah, I love like, it. I was What's going wrong? off
1: a bit off topic, but I want to see you fired up
0: and yeah, I don't know, seen some steam blow off your ears. You steamed me up last time with Jammer in the All Star game. Now I got to <laughs> settle down again.
1: Okay, you know that. That you know that's rubbish as well. You
2: know that's rubbish. Okay. SGA have a jar.
0: Fuck off. Okay, Nets. I never want to talk about it again. Thank fuck, we're out of that. Kyrie Mavericks. Do you like it?
1: Yeah, I do, but then I don't. I do on the side that Curry's best one of the, probably the best ball handler of all time can put up high numbers. Isn't he the best fourth quarter player in the NBA right now?
2: Yeah, like, it's going.
1: and that's huge. Come playoff time, especially with Luca, who loves the fourth quarter as well. Mm. Um,
0: offensively, it's nice. Offensively,
1: offensively, it just works out. They have to work it out though, because you can tell in the first few games that they mean they did they don't know how to manage each other and. How to get good looks or what works? Like you can tell, but it will work out. But obviously, the other side of it is a just a political side of Kyrie Just play, just play. I know, say say what you want, but just also play every game. Don't have a fucking game off because for some stupid reason I don't know. Like just play, man. We I want to see you play. The NBA wants to see you play. We know what you're capable of, and now you're playing with. I think personally, after Giannis to be the face of the NBA, best player in the world, Luca will be eventually. Offensive mm. it's it's a great yeah, it's a great it's a great trade. It's Kyrie Irving. Yep, offensively, in basketball wise, yeah. Defensively, think- though, what do you think? Well,
2: defensively, for the backcourt reasons, ah, like it's dog shit. Luca's slow. Kyrie is smaller. They're gonna put him in a blender playoffs
0: if they make it.
2: So that, that means that they match it offensively.
0: Yeah, exactly. High octane. They'll probably combine, go off for like 84 together or something. Like, oh my God, this trade's amazing. They won the first game in the first round. And then I think it's yeah, one and be, done.
1: There'll be games where they just have 30
0: each. Mm. Yeah, Throughout the rest of the season, even maybe playoffs. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. I personally think this is a drive-by. I think Kyrie just stops in for a year, little rental, and puts puts the keys back in the office and he's on his way to another franchise. The Lakers? Yeah,
2: I think it's pretty team up with lebron again i'll ask you a question a quick one does lebron win another championship no yeah i agree
0: we can get to the i've got a question about the lakers later um not unless he's the second or third option which he's happy to do that lebron but anthony davis let's talk about that later anyway let's just keep rolling We're, (laughs) we're stuck in the mud at the moment um I guess my little thing on the Kyrie trade, I actually hope he fucks around and fucks Luca over in, Ma- in, like in Dallas and we see him pull out some bullshit. And then maybe, maybe you'll have a bit of sympathy for KD, Mitch, You know what I mean? You might ruin them in the first round and then you'll understand all the bullshit he's been going through. But we roll on. I like the trade. I think Mavs risk it in regards any way of like, even if Kyrie goes, you've got cap space now for a second star with Luca, So it works now and for the future. What um, is the
1: chances
2: of them playing in the first round? they both good, four and five. Pretty good. Pretty good. You probably need a three and six matchup. Well, they might be, end up being four and five. That's probably even better. If Kings and Memphis can
1: stay in the second, third seed, I think Denver will definitely finish first. Denver
0: locked in one, yeah.
1: So if Memphis and Kings just sort of steadily win and stay there. And mm. we're looking at a first round matchup. I know you want Suns to win, but what happens if Luca and Curry beat
0: KD and Booker? That's off its head. That's nuts. But the internet will explode and I'll give them their props. I'm not here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's one thing KD would not want to lose. 100%. 100%. Yeah. All right. Um, Russ
0: traded to the Jazz. He leaves the Lakers. Obviously, this morning, the buyout. Now he's at the Clippers. The Lakers get um, D'Angelo Russell. Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, bit of shooting. They also got Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba from another trade. I guess the positive thing for the Lakers is that they only gave up one of their future picks to get all this all this talent, move uh, Westbrook on. T-Wolves role-play talent. Yeah, exactly. T-Wolves, they get Conley. How, how interesting is that? The T-Wolves have literally just gone, D-Lo, see you, You're off contract. You are just- you're not up for it. And they've just got an older head, Conley. They can just run the – space the floor, run the offense, just cruise in. Another day in the office, let's go, boys. Let's win. Let's play basketball. I thought that was pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And we've banged on the podcast about Delo. Like, I don't think he's a winning player. But to his credit, like, the last month before the deadline, he was actually shooting the ball really well. He played well.
1: very well in his lead-up to getting traded. Very um, well. For, uh, Minnesota, because I was watching some games.
0: Yep. It was I'll give
1: him you- The high clip, and he was – yeah. Running, running offense very well, mm. making plays, yeah. But yeah, I think it's a good trade for, for everyone. Lakers, it makes them look, it makes them look good. Lakers makes them look a bit better. Will they make the play in mm,
2: close? Will they make a playoffs? Will they make a playoff spot? I don't think so. I agree. I, I
0: don't really understand the trade in I'm us for the Lakers. I'm just, like, I'm so fatigued, similar to the, the Brooklyn situation, just talking about these franchises. Like, this has been two years now for the Lakers, you know what I mean? It's just, like, rinse and repeat. It's because there's such a big market and such a big franchise in the league. It's just like, ugh. Like, I think it's a smart trade. You move Russ on, obviously. You get role players. I don't Isn't know. Isn't it
1: weird how, like, 10 years ago, if they knew all these big-name players are getting swapped around mid-season? Like, it just wouldn't look right, wouldn't it?
2: Mm. Do you like it? No. Yeah, neither.
1: I like all the good players staying where they are and just battle it out for a year, and then decide what they want to do.
0: Mm. So do I. And what you get is that connection with the fans, like to a city. Like a player gets attached to a city, and you are like, I agree.
1: What was your? I don't know. if I know a bit off topic again, but what was your take? I agree with Ant Man, but he come out saying talking about players resting and load management.
2: What's your take on that? I hate do that. I do hate you think that. that's a real? Do you think? Do you have to somewhat? Do you have to somewhat understand about players with
1: rest, um, not resting, but like maybe they're slightly injured or whatever? or If it's just if it's just
0: load management, is that just complete
1: bullshit and they should be playing?
0: Yeah, I, I actually fucking hate it because yeah. a few different layers, obviously the players, like you want – I we all know why they're doing it. They want to get that healthy, fit for the playoffs, make that yeah. big run, long longevity, we get that. But for like the fans, it sucks because you're seeing all these fans, like these fans in – in arenas and they've got this, the signs, oh, I flew from Japan, I flew from Australia, I flew from Europe just to yeah. see this player play and then they're out for that night and it fucking sucks. You know,
1: these kind of people, these kind of people go to these games uh, who are overseas, they're not saving up for like a week, two weeks. They've been saving for a year, you know? It's a lifetime dream, yeah. Yes, yeah, a lifetime dream. They're saving up for like flights, accommodation, the tickets, everything over a long period of time and they get to that day where they're excited and, and they see their favourite player that they want to see is out. hmm and then yep. that person, who, that star player who's out, doesn't mind because they still getting paid. Still getting paid, so it, it is quite annoying. And I like the take on Ant Man. I think, I guess, he's a guy that you've got to appreciate. Then if he's playing, wouldn't
0: play all the time because those mm. are the kind of guys that are good for the NBA, right? Hundred percent. I love that. And the quality of the NBA is dropping. Like when guys are sitting out, and there's games are like a big matchup. And I know it was injuries. For example, like Bucks and Celtics last week. And I know the injury, So this isn't necessarily load management yeah. and stuff.
1: But that's the unfortunate side of if you go to a game and your players,
0: are, if he's actually injured. Exactly. Unfortunate. Exactly. So I get that. Like obviously, the Celtics had four or five of their best players out, which sucked. But I, I think, like, I actually have been thinking about this for a while, Mitch. I think the league, the best option might be to drop it down to 72 games, have a shorter regular yeah, season.
1: I can, I, I, I don't mind that. I can, I can agree with that. I can, if we're gonna,
0: it. it's a long season. Yeah. If we're going to keep having this bullshit. I'm kind of over the 82 games because we get through different various stages in the um the season, and I'm just like,
1: does that mean you put policies in places that you can't rest for a certain amount of games? Yeah, if you're healthy, you have to play at least yeah. There's got to be games or something.
0: Yeah, there's got to be rules and regulations. Drop the regular season down to 72, for example. And what I want to see is these maybe the all star. I think the all star. You can talk about the weekend if you want. I think it was terrible. I think that we've just oh, lost total concept of that. Mate.
1: Oh, I want to talk
0: about that for a bit too. I'll give you a sec to talk about that in a sec. But I think for like these all NBA um, caliber teams, like first, second, third, even awards, like defensive player of the year, like Triple J or whatever, the favorite to win an MVP, I think you've got to like maybe sixty-two ga- 60 games you've got to play to be eligible or something. Because I think yeah. we're talking about all these great players like Kawhi, PG. Um, defensive minor players just anyone like elite players who have been haven't been playing that many games the last few years like you know player management resting i think we have to kind of set a limit and say like durability is probably one of the most important factors or skill sets or Contributors for me in the NBA now, guys that actually play. I was talking out in the group chat the other night, guys that actually play and are durable. I love. I probably appreciate them more than some yeah. of the more skillful players now because I'm yeah. over this stuff, man, and it's it sucks.
1: Because especially if you had those games where like um they're like two big teams going at it, and it's like oh, and it's like near the end of the season, maybe doesn't hurt this like hurt their um standings, but it was a side player of the game. I'm like man, that you're playing a very good team. I want to see you play against the best players. Mm. So it's shit. It is shit. Um, it's really unfortunate. So hopefully, uh, I don't know when it's going to happen or if it's ever going to happen, but I hope the commissioner or the NBA just work out something It's mm. not fair to the fan. Because the fan is what helps grow the NBA.
0: 100%. 100%. And like guys like Tatum usually plays a lot of games. Jokic, yeah. like he, he's just a baller. He just wants to play. Yarned, Giannis. Giannis. Giannis, he's, he's starting to have a few nights off here and there, but he plays hard every single night when he's on. Yeah. KD, I know he's been injured, but all those injuries are like people landing on his leg. Like he's just a hooper. The guys that just want to play, who I like, kind of appreciate more now. Guys just back.
2: love the hoop. Guys just love the hoop. That's it. You want to play all the time. That's it. You want to appreciate those guys.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. So that's no, a nice little side topic there. Um, you side, side topic of the All-Star weekend? I'm just going to let you go because I... I've lost concept. I've lost gauge. I've I've lost it. I just it stinks. When you've got a head coach coming out saying this thing reeks, where do you go? I don't know.
1: It. I think. I think personally, I think it's the all side game itself, not the weekend. I think. Well, you could. You could. You could factor in that the Saturday night for America, which is like the skills night, the three point dunk contest. I feel like we. I just wish we would seen more star players. For that because I think that's what the fans should be coming for. The fans should be coming for the star players, all the real all-stars. So I don't I don't see how like Jar who says, I'll never be in a dunk contest or I need a billion likes for this post of me play. But then in the all-star game, here he is full core doing fucking flashy dunks. Mm. What's the difference of you doing that compared to you doing the dunk contest, mate? Just what's the difference? Is it I don't really understand the difference of you just doing that but you're doing all these crazy dunks in the all-star game. Does that make sense to you or what?
0: Yeah, I agree. It's happened for a while now. I couldn't agree more. I really actually enjoy the three-point shooting. I think that's pretty like yeah. raw, you know, what you're going to get. Like, and a lot of the big names have, you know, Lillard obviously has won it. Um, Chef, Clay have been there, yeah. whoever it may be. Like knockdown shooters, step up and have a crack, which I think is good. we
1: want to see the star players, but we also want to see competitiveness. Like the all-star game itself, like it's – it's just turned into a bit of like I don't know how to call it. It's just a just a just Black. a show. Just a a, a show where people are just taking the piss. Mm. You know, they're taking, pulling up the threes the half court. They're letting each other dunk, letting each other lay up. Like, mm. yeah, there might be a couple highlights packages in there, packages in there. But other than that, I want to see a competitive game. I want to see MB put a shoulder in someone in the post. I wanna see like I wanna see some like real competitive plays i want to see like people
2: defending it's not like they have to play 100 percent, but come on man like it's just
0: boring maybe they shorten it somehow i'll make i don't felt like a
1: couple a few years ago when they then when they first started doing a draft it was like team lebron team curry that felt competitive and you can tell the fourth quarters of those games are like all right they're actually trying to win they're trying they're playing real defense I think if you if they just went back to that style and they played that, if they played like that, then I think it'd be fun again. But it's just not. I, I don't know what they need to do. But I'm off
0: it. In my opinion, I'm off it. I agree. I also I don't mind the draft concept, but I kind of want the old school East versus West. Bring that back because you've got yeah. that competitive. Like, yeah, I do as well. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're on the East Coast we got to go through you, your best team in that conference. Exactly. you got to come over to LA. you got to come over to Phoenix. you got to come over to San Fran to win. Get through us. Fuck you. Get on the plane and come over I kind of want that. I don't know. Do you think it was a bit odd? Like, it felt a bit... It was I'm, terrible. Uh, uh, like,
1: Triple J. Like, JJJ just s- sitting up there by himself. Last one to get picked. I don't know. I feel like it's some schoolyard shit. Yeah. Why are you up there for half an hour, 45 minutes, picking teams? Like, it's just a waste of time. Mm, I, I, I just feel and a bit embarrassing for the people yeah. who just weren't getting picked to last, you know? Like Jokic, I guess, is the starters, but Jok- Jokic is a back-to-back MVP and he's just about got picked second last. Like, it's just funny like that, you know?
0: Actually, to that, bro, actually, I was thinking about this last night, to the Jokic thing getting picked last, like, nothing about him. Do you think, you mentioned it before, three repeat on the MVP, do you think the league and the players trying to push a narrative and agenda for Embiid because he's snuck into second favorite now. He's playing fucking incredible. He scored 47 against the Nuggets. He took it personal. I was actually kind of thinking like tin tin fucking hat on, tin full hat. I don't usually do go down this route. Do you think the league and some of the players are trying to push this narrative? Because I, I can actually kind of see it happening.
1: How do you, how does league and players push a narrative for another player to get MVP? I just don't see that. Okay. Maybe the just... league. I
2: don't
1: know. But players in general pushing for... A... I don't know if players care about other players getting the MVP. Okay. Do you, I think they care about themselves getting MVPs to their, their, their MVP caliber.
0: Mm. So who are you talking about
1: the league? Are you trying to say like with media?
0: Well, I'm talking about I'm how Embiid going early on in the, like the All-Star drive, which is not even important. We're just rambling on here now. But I was thinking about it and the way LeBron, Joel, my big man, Joel, Embiid, you know what I mean? Well, he was doing it with different players, LeBron. I don't know. I, I'm not putting this on LeBron. I'm just saying in general, like I feel like they'd, they're trying to push a narrative. And I'm, we can talk about MVP a bit later, but I think there's a late push coming still.
1: Yeah. Well, who knows? Anything could happen. Jokic could get injured, but okay. top of the, the top of the table in the West, and you know, he's got all these numbers, triple-double, average triple-double, just about. I think he is averaging a triple-double. So I don't know. It's going to look weird if he doesn't get it, considering what he's doing this season. Yeah, I'm not thinking of that. I'm not thinking they're pushing any narrative for Embiid, even though Embiid's playing really well at the moment. But really, like, they're third, third in the East, and I just don't see them beating a full-strength Bucks or uh, Bucks or Boston in the second round.
0: No, I agree. I just know Philly feel have like had the best record since the 1st of December, but like they're fucking yeah. putting it on.
1: Yeah. I'm just. Well, they could keep going. You never know. Anything could happen. I right, possible just... in the second yeah. half of
0: the season. I just want to make it clear. I don't think they're pushing it, but I'm just asking that question, not like trying to debrief yeah. it with you because 100%. I can – yeah, just to get your opinion. Okay. Mitch, keep me on fucking track. Let's get to this deadline. Let's get to these trades. We've talked about Let's the go. Lakers. T-Wolves, Conley, they get thoughts on Russ getting traded and now to the Clippers. This is breaking news this morning.
1: Well, you got, yeah, it was, so we got, yeah, he got bought out by Lakers.
0: He got bought out by the Jazz, got traded sorry, to the Jazz. Sorry, bought out by the Jazz, sorry. Um,
1: um, well, yeah, well, PGA was pushing for Russ to go there. They needed a a backup point guard, didn't they? Because John, I guess it's like replacing John Wall, isn't it? Maybe it's just replacing John Wall. Maybe Ross is just like, maybe healthier. I don't know. Or is is he better? How do you? Maybe maybe Ross. Maybe this is like a fuck you to the Lakers. Like, all right, going to the other LA team.
0: I don't even want to talk about it. This is such a just disappointment. I don't want to have to go through this next three months talking about because
2: well, they're gonna Clippers are gonna make the playoffs, right?
0: Yes, they're rolling.
2: They're, are they in the play-in?
0: No, nah, they're sitting fourth. They're fucking rolling, and Kawhi Leonard is absolutely elite right now.
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah, they played very good against Suns uh, the other day. Is it good? Oh, I guess. So they have got a backup point guard. Is it going to work? Who fucking knows?
0: I guess I'm trying to be half full, and I don't like to be right now because it's just been. This is another situation that's just so draining. Talking about this rush shit.
1: Well, what? How many teams is this in five years? Six. 2017 OKC,
0: 2018
2: Houston, 2019 Wizards, Wizards. 2020 um, wait. So it's OKC, Houston, Wizards, Lakers, Lakers, Clippers, Clippers, Jazz, Five teams Jazz, the last six jazz, years. jazz, Jazz. We
1: technically didn't play for Jazz, but you can so six, about six teams in six years.
0: Disgusting. I'm just going to put my, my nightcap on this. I guess half glass full, Ty Lue, more of a bulldog. Maybe he just says, this is your role. You get six. You get 14 minutes. The, the floor is yours. We can't guarantee anything in the second round if we get there or in the conference finals if we get there. This is your role. You can help us this way. Zip it. Well, because...
1: Their second unit is not bad. Like, Norman Power, very good. Very so maybe good. he just gets Norman Power going. And Norman Power can be a bit of a spark plug, can't, can't he? He can be a guy he can fill it up very... He can.
0: know, he does. Oh, no, I do. I'm just laughing. Oh, out. we're I, laughing at him like, you, you fucking dickhead. You're not no, kidding. no, I agree. Uh, Norman Power's been incredible and he could... He has been anything. very good. For, he's been just about the maybe third, fourth best player for them. He'll probably be just in some of their closing lineups, but I just don't think Russ can for get sure. him going. I don't know if Russ can get well, anyone Russ, going. If Russ can fucking get... If
1: Russ can get triple-doubles off the bench for Lakers, I'm pretty sure he can get Norman Power going. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'll give him that. I'll give Russ that. Okay. Hey, Let's you get- talk about one of the best point guards of all time and you're saying he's going to get guys going and you're laughing at me.
0: I've just seen a lot in the last two years, mate. I hope it happens. You know I'm the biggest Russ fan. I hope it happens. Let's just see. You we'll
1: know what? I hope it happens too. I really hope it does.
0: Go, you're, Russ. You're a good bloke, Mitch. Let's keep rolling. Josh Hart traded to the Knicks. This is really good. I like it. Do you? Or you don't think much too much of it? To Nick's? Yes.
2: I'll be honest. I, I don't really
1: watch much. I don't know how I don't know what, how he plays, Joshua. I mean, completely honest. I, watch, I, watch, I think a lot of watch basketball. I just don't know how he plays. How does he play? I guess you can tell me this.
0: Just like, he's a good 3 and D kind of player. There's been times yeah. where he'll get like an inbound pass. Um, and he'll kind of just like, fuck you. Just take it the whole court. And just Is like- he just a role player off the bench? Role play, but the thing which I actually wanted to talk to you, which is very interesting now, we obviously know they've acquired Brunson and stuff. But RJ Barrett has kind of slipped out of the road not out of the rotation, but closing minutes sometimes in the fourth, he's not even playing. And Hart's kind of stole that role, which I find very interesting. Like they've been very good. The Knicks have won the last three, they're 33 and 27 in the sixth seed, hoping to Brunson. hold on Brunson's playing very well. He's that dude. He's
2: he he, he made it look like he should be mid quick for all star. You should've, you should've.
0: Okay, you talk about hyperbolic and throwing a bit of hyperbole at me and getting pumped up. What happens, Mitch? Obviously the Brunson deal. What happens if the Knicks pull the trigger and they don't fuck around on Donovan Mitchell? How good are they? I was thinking about this other night. Brunson, Mitchell, Randall, probably RJ Barrett has to go in that
1: trade. So you're saying Brunson and Donovan.
0: Well, Brunson already signed. They, had, they pretty much had free reign on Donovan Mitchell, and my understanding is the Knicks... I, know,
1: I, thought, I thought Donovan was before Brunson, and then Donovan went to kill it. I thought they got Brunson after Donovan.
0: Well, I might be wrong in that, but they could have had both. But I think my understanding is the Knicks fucked around. The understanding is they
1: could have had both.
0: Well, the Donovan Mitchell trade was there. They were engaged, and I, I think they took it too, too easy, cruised on it. They didn't pounce. And I think they were surprised when the Cavs said, fuck you, bang, and they just whipped their hogs out and they got him because that was a massive surprise. Like no one saw that Cavs thing kind of happening. And this, this is my understanding. Like, I'm just trying to debrief it with you to talk, you, talk through it. My understanding is the Knicks were too slow. They had it there. They could have made the deal and they didn't. They had all the same capital the Cavs essentially could have offered, draft picks, young players. I'm just asking you, what happens? Brunson, Donovan Mitchell. And like a Randall, Randall's back to that most improved kind of calibre player. Last year was terrible. He's back. What does it do for you? Because that's, that's, it. probably puts you off so, a
1: um, So you want me to, you want me to speak on if they have
2: Donovan and Brunson right now?
0: Yeah. Like if they make Randall.
2: Yes. That would have been a top five backcourt this year.
0: Okay. So you like it?
2: Well, yeah, I
1: would
0: have liked it for sure. I just think it's one of the, like the biggest what if moments this year going in.
1: But where where would you see them? Would you? Just, I don't know. But I'd still probably see them about fourth. They yeah. probably they would, Cavs wouldn't be there.
2: Yeah, so I agree.
1: I just yeah, and then obviously Philly. I think Philly would still be above them. So look, what are they six, seven six right now? I think that's six six. So yeah, look, they're probably two spots up if they have Donovan.
0: But what I also would like for the for the Knicks is that you've got that star now. You can probably get that second guy. You know what I mean. Yeah, you might attract someone else. I was just seeing where, yeah. So when you wait.
2: say star, who's the star?
0: Well, I guess Brunson is a star now. Maybe like a. So Randall's not. I guess you can classify him. You know what, like a better player, like a superstar. Very good numbers this year. I guess
1: that's why I got picked for all stars, either him or Brunson. Maybe it could have been both.
0: Mm.
1: But maybe that is new. Maybe if they play good this year, they they make the first round, or they will make the first round. I reckon. I reckon. But if they look good, does a decent player, is off contract, want to go to New York? Is it like we need like a three?
0: Mm, it opens a can of worms and it gives them Like options. a
1: defensive-minded three would be good for them, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, for sure. I just thought about it because yeah. this Josh Hart trade's really good and obviously R.J. Barrett not playing a lot of fourth quarter action, crunch time, closing games.
1: What do you think it is with his game? Do you think – I feel like I feel like his core vision is not very well. I don't think he's good at making mm. – Passing something. I don't good. think, yeah, I don't feel like he's good at getting other people involved and getting plays to them. I think it's just like, I feel like he's a one dimensional kind
0: of player. Mm. At the start of the season, he was jacking up a lot of threes and the shooting percentage was terrible, but he's kind of like slowly gained that back. So he's okay. I feel like, he's a
1: confident, I feel like he's a confidence kind of player, you know?
0: Yeah. I like he's when not, he rolls with the second unit as well. Yeah. I, I think he's, yeah, movable for sure.
1: Maybe he's movable. Maybe they figure out and put, put another piece and get another decent player. Interesting. You know, it's interesting. See how they go. Okay.
0: Toronto acquire Yucca big center.
1: He was back. He was... He came from Toronto, didn't
0: he? Hmm. Toronto, yeah. Spurs, you know, he's back. Um, yeah. I think one of his first games for Toronto, he put it like 30 and 10 or something, or 20 oh, and really? 15. Like, he just went fucking bang. He's
1: capable of doing 20 and 10 a night, but then he will have like six yeah. points and six rebounds. Yeah. So, very hit and miss. He's like a Zubach. Dubs mm. can have big games, and they can just get, get in foul trouble early.
0: Yeah, Toronto interesting because they were obviously everyone was talking about OG and Obi. Are they going to be a seller? Obviously, it's not really a buy. You get Yoko Perdle, but it looks like they're trying to push for that plane. They're in their tenth seed right now and try and win. So,
1: can I speak on the Van Vliet situation and what's going him? Let's go. Not going for that extension and him not playing as well as he should to try and get a better contract, like. Is he hurting himself there? Because he's not playing like he's worth a bigger contract to me. And I feel like this could be
0: a fumble. Could be a fumble. My understanding is he's got a new manager. And I think he's got putting all the bickies in the middle and going for a bigger deal, which you agree. It could hurt him, but I think he's probably going to... Uh, I wouldn't want anything over 25 a mil a year for him.
1: With a salary cap, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's worth more than that. Yeah. I'd,
0: be, I'd be happy like a 22, 21, 22 million a year. That'd kind of be fair.
1: Maybe he's looking for like a five year, 150
0: million. Bang. That's what I was going to say. 180 million. I think but, he's looking for 30 plus a year, 30 yeah, a year. Yeah,
1: for sure. 880 million. Yeah. Um, but is he worth that right now?
0: No. Oh, no,
1: God, no. Pretty sure it was all star last year.
0: Mm. I know the Bucs were interested at the deadline for him. They were pushing hard to get him. So.
1: Well, what would he have been a backup player, a backup point guard?
0: Maybe or they roll- Drew. Yeah, maybe, Drew maybe would they go rolled go to the two. twin. Okay. You've got the big bodies there, obviously. Portis, Giannis, Middleton you're coming be, off the bench now. Like, you've got the defense for sure. Lopez. He wouldn't
1: have to average more than 15 points a game. He just has to give get the ball to the right guys.
0: Open space, floor, yeah. bang. He'd knock down shots. But yeah, yeah. He's, he's an interesting one in the offseason for sure, bro. Yeah. Um, nuggets. Let's spend a bit of time on the Nuggets here. Because I feel like we skipped them last episode. They've obviously got Tom. Well, there's Win now. We know this. Jokic. is that good. Um, Thomas Bryant, Reggie Jackson—they get in the buyout market. You like it?
1: So Reggie's just replacing Bones for that backup point guard spot, right? Mm-hmm. And Thomas Bryant—they just got a backup center. Yeah, give Jokic a bit of rest. Just like because John is John Jay Jordan on that team, he's not playing, isn't
0: he? He stinks. Yeah. He's yeah. So it.
1: they they probably expected him to be somewhat like just normal, just do your job kind of thing. Now, Barry Bryant's going to be doing that, but I don't know. I think Bones leading. I don't know if that was. Maybe they just thought, okay, we need to initiate. Maybe he can't help us in the playoffs because he's
2: still really early in his career. It was his second year, I think.
0: He's so, got ca- yeah. capable to be like a... Like a Jamal Crawford. Crawford. I was going to say like Jordan Poole, maybe. Very poor man's Jordan Poole. Yeah, maybe, like a,
1: maybe. Maybe like he, a... He, um, he has range. Jackson. He has range, but he does... He's very... Yeah, he's very hot and cold. He's, yep. still, he's very small.
0: Yeah, defensively.
1: Defensively, yeah, or would hurt. But I don't know. It looks good in the Clippers jersey. He played good against the Suns the other day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in terms of Denver, like this, they, that means they, they want the championship this year. They need, they need that kind of help. Somewhat veteran help, isn't it, now, with
0: Reggie Jackson? That second ball he here, though. good. I
1: thought he was playing good for Clippers, and he loved playing there. Loved playing with PG and Kawhi. I think you I think enjoy being on the best team in the West.
0: Yeah, he'll get lots of reps like that. Second unit, second ball handler, yeah. if Jokic is off, you can kind of rely on him a bit.
1: Yeah, they actually, yeah, that's, that's a good key word. I think they will rely on him in the second unit. Mm. You need that in the playoffs, right? You need a good second unit to keep, keep going, keep, mm-hmm. keep that momentum.
0: 100%. Um, 76ers get Jalen McDaniels. The, obviously, Jaden is at the Timberwolves. He's like known as the better one. They get rid of Thibault. I actually like Thibault. He's gone to Portland.
1: But I guess Bob was good, but man, he can't he can't shoot or score. He he can score in transition when Harden's getting out to him in open court, but can't make his own shot. He can't shoot mm. defensively. Think, you know, we you know he's good, but
0: very good. I think he'll explode like for another team. He'll get more reps yeah. and opportunities, and we'll go. Oh, where was this?
1: I just felt like he had so many good looks with Philly, and he couldn't.
0: Mm,
2: I
1: couldn't agree. He couldn't hit. You know, I, I watched. I watched. I watched a fair few games. I watched him, and I watched what kind of looks he was getting. just wasn't working.
0: Mm. Yeah. Back to the Clippers, I guess. Obviously, Bones Highland, they acquire Eric Gordon, Mason Plumley, a big backup center. I yeah, guess they they're thinking... Needed they needed that. If, if we're going against the Nuggets, for example, in the second round or whatnot, we might have to just throw bodies at Jokic. How do we slow him down? You're not going to stop him. Besides, I
1: guess, how do we look at Clippers? Do we look at Clippers as winning okay. a championship this year if they're healthy?
0: Yes. Yes? In that you, conversation. You so do? they're top Your conversation. They're top three in the West. Top four. Easy top four in the West if winning capable of winning coming out.
2: Okay, are they better than the healthy Warriors team? Cause you're you're thinking I know who you're thinking right now. You know what?
0: You're gonna say yes. I don't want to, Mitch. I don't want to. I picked them at the start of the year and they're fucking frustrating. I picked them the last three years and I'm sick of them. But what That's I'm
1: really, saying really I just I'm, really okay, we get to the Warriors soon, but yeah, you go on.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say for the Warriors, we'll get some in a sec, obviously. I've been waiting all year. When's it gonna click? When's it gonna click? When's it gonna click? It's not clicking yet. And I'm just I know they can play it in the playoffs. I know they can fire. When? Are we gonna ask this same question for 82 games? When is this run coming? When? I probably think the Clippers is probably a safer play right now. And I don't feel good about it. And I'm not saying it because it was my early preseason pick, but I'd probably take the Clippers right now. I don't feel good about it. I don't. It's a possibility that Clippers play Suns. That would be off its fucking head.
1: I would prefer Luca and Kyrie play play Katie and Booker. That's because just of the of how the season's gone, the story, and all that. But yeah, who would Clippers be versus? They you said they're fourth, stay fourth. They're probably versus Suns
2: or yeah Suns or Dallas.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it now. You've probably got three to six. Kings eight games behind the one. Clippers are one game behind them. Phoenix are half a game behind them and Dallas are one and a half games behind them. So essentially you've got four teams within so a two, third, two to three, three games. That third, that third to six is just going to be jumbled. I think it's going to jumble a lot. And obviously, yeah, the KD thing, they're probably going to try and get some repetitions in, win some games. Dallas, I don't even think Kyrie and Luke have won a game together yet, but they're obviously... No, they haven't. They're fighting around there. I think they're 0-3. But if, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas dropped out. That's the thing, like, you've got Pelicans who have been so injured, which just sucks, and they're half a game behind Dallas, and then you've got Minnesota, who are still waiting for Towns to come back, they're half a game behind them, and then we can get to the Warriors, who are one game behind them. So, Warriors could easily shoot back up. Like, that, it's off its head, bro. That three, three to ten I think, is full I game.
1: Like, yeah, I feel like we're just going to see, I feel like we're going to see Warriors Memphis first round. I hope so.
2: I've, I've, I really hope Warriors are full and healthy. Okay. How bad do you want to see Memphis lose?
0: Okay, this is nice. You've, you've done really well here. Warriors, they get Gary Payton a second back. And then the Grizzlies, they get Luke Kennard from the Clippers. So just to your little matchup there, Warriors, Grizz, I really <laughs> want to see the Grizzlies lose. I've had a gutful. They're probably the most hated team in the NBA right now. And I love John I love watching him play. I love Triple J. I love the young core. You keep talking smack. You te- keep talking shit. The target on your back is bigger and bigger, night in, night out. I've had a Do you fall. think
1: they're trying to act like the early days of the Warriors before the KD era? Because Warriors used to be, not to that sense, but they used to be like a bit mm. showy, very with body you with know, Curry hitting these deep threes and Clay having these big quarters and the kind of stuff back in the day. But they won, whereas mm. Memphis have been acting like they've been winning for the last three years. Mm. And ever since that... Interview with Jar this year saying he's fine in the West. They haven't been playing as good. Or the trade deadline was huge, or that West got stronger. Now and they're be- looking at, at versus some scary, potential, like potentially some scary teams that you do
0: not want to see in the first mm-hmm. round being a second seed. Yeah. Ever since Shannon shot them, they're gone. Yeah. I'm going to well, make a prediction. I, I want that matchup. I, I think that's the matchup we want in the West. Yeah. Number one or the number two seed in the West are going home first round, in my opinion. One of them is going home, or, well,
1: because I don't. If I don't, I don't see Warriors. Okay, guess well, what? Actually, no, what, I think no, 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 no. What, yeah, Because yeah, either way, Warriors are going to make the playoffs, right? But they're not going to be in top six, so they're either seventh or eighth. So they're either versus Denver or Memphis.
0: Well, they could be. They're still only the game out, but they could be. I've got a question. That'd
1: for be you. so. Wouldn't that be horrible for Denver, being a first seed? You're playing so well all season. You're about you're possibly about to be three time in a row MVP. You have got a deep team now, and now you go versus the back. versus the champions with a healthy team. Like that, just wouldn't that just piss you off?
0: Mitch, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm going to ask you a simple question. First round, who do you take? Warriors. I'm picking Warriors versus.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. This is the Warriors. This is the one of the best threes of all time. One of the best teams of all time. So let's just get this Steph straight. Curry. I can't can't count at Steph Curry, man.
0: Let's just get this straight. You're taking the Warriors over Denver first round. If, if, they're, they match. if they're healthy,
2: all three of them caught, Paul and then Wiggins as well. If those five guys are playing. I think they beat Denver. What do you think? agree. We're talking if, about a, a seven-game series as well. It's not one game. It's a seven, 7 games. Game
1: series. Good teams work it out. Great teams.
0: If we're going to break it down, I just think the Warriors play really good basketball against Nuggets and play five out and stretch Jokic. But, yeah, we've got to stay on the treadmill, mate. Let's get going. Yeah. Um Grizzlies, they get Luke Kennard. do you like that? Um Shooting? Yeah, I
1: guess I guess they just need a three point shooter, right? Off the bench. Mm-hmm. Maybe okay. that's what this one they because they need to make noise this year. They need yeah, to make noise. Yeah, maybe Jones is trying to get some open open looks, I don't know. But okay. Luke Kennard only offers only offers things on outside the perimeter. Mm-hmm.
2: That's about it.
0: Okay. Warriors, they finally get rid of James Wiseman. This has been a long, painful three years. Probably, I guess, their dignity was on the line. A second overall pick.
1: How different would Warriors be if they if they picked
2: Lamelo? They got Lamelo. sorry. I wonder how their team would look. They still probably would have won last year because James Wiseman didn't even play. Hmm.
1: Now you got like a new batch of guys coming through, to Pool and Lamelo.
0: Imagine that! Like you'd have Lamelo and Pool off the bench, kind of as your backcourt, or you yeah. could play like three guards. Lamelo could be on there with just like defensive would be a nightmare. But you're right; they could it'd be totally different. A very interesting thought. Mm, I love having these thoughts, like what ifs, and yeah. if this happened, that happened. I really well,
2: do. I, I liked
1: Wiseman, and I just thought, okay, he he, he might be good for the future, but. Other guys are better on a team who who, who, are, who are rookies like Jonathan Kaminga. Kuming- Even yeah. Moses, maybe get some good minutes in sometimes.
0: Yeah. yeah. His development just didn't happen. And obviously, it yeah. sucks because you're in the Warriors. You're expected to play this way, do this, do that. He's at yeah. the Pistons now. I hope the best for him. I hope he can develop. We can see some yeah. talent. Because I got this totally wrong. I had him for Rookie of the Year coming in first year. I thought he's just going to run the floor. Curry, game set match, but didn't happen. So, good luck to him. All right, we're getting down to the... My last few, obviously this deadline, I'm just like, we're getting to the point where it's like contenders upgrading like a roster sport or just tweaking this in the buyout market. So the Cavs get Danny Green. They're looking for that fifth dude. Obviously, Karis Levert's there. Um, Yeti Osman and stuff. They're just looking for that fifth dude to close out a playoff series, a game, like someone that can just space a four, three and D. Is Danny Green the option?
1: When you mean, when you mean fifth guy, you mean like him playing the, the three spot?
0: Yes, the, sorry. in
1: the, in the final lineup of the game.
0: Yes, sorry, like
1: yeah. Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Danny Green, Mobley, and, and Allen. Correct. Is that you saying?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess uh, he's a vet. That's a very young team. takeoff, Danny Green on, on for starting like lineup because Donovan Mitchell is still young. So yeah, that's a vet. That's a vet experience, championship experience as well. So yeah, it could work. Danny Green has had those games. Like I'm pretty sure he. I'm pretty sure it's a record for most amount of threes. I think maybe, I don't know if Curry's broken now, but most men of threes hit during the final series.
2: Mm, wow. Yeah, like,
1: I don't know if he'll get that back, but
2: I don't know if he'll be back to what he was there, but most likely not. But I don't know, yeah, that experience in the court, championship, championship experience,
1: it can work for sure. Might like, be good for be the young guys. Can, can you see him being in that final lineup? Like, like, he
0: hasn't played in a
2: while. I can't, but we'll see.
0: And I guess that rolls on with the Cavs. Buying out Kevin Love, which I really don't understand to your Miami Heat. Talk to me about that, mate. I don't
1: know. I'm happy and I'm don't I don't really don't think. it's just like I have to see him play first. I don't know I don't know how we're gonna play him. I don't know if we're gonna start him next to them or you're gonna bring him off the bench. I really don't know. I just really need to see the first five games and how he's playing because I know I know he can still shoot the ball. I know he's a capable passer, but he is getting older, he's not moving as fast. Maybe that suits out because we're not we're not really a fast team as well. Maybe it suits the playoffs. Mm. Maybe it's just another bigger body to help against like the Cavs, against Boston. You know, because big man lineup really works in playoffs. I've been saying it for fucking forever. So I I have to see how he plays and how we play him. I really don't know. I think in terms of if I think it's a good buy, think think it's a good trade or whatever. Yes, it is.
0: It I is. agree. It is. It is for sure. I don't understand the Cleveland Cavaliers here. Why would they do that?
1: Maybe Dust did think he can add anything during the come up playoff time. Maybe he'd you think that he's
0: done. I don't know. I think he's done, no worries. Trade, him. Trade him.
1: that's a bit of bad blood. Hopefully it's a bit of bad blood when he versus Cavs first round.
0: Well, that's what I mean. You've got a guy who Kevin Love's gonna go into Miami and he's gonna I can see it, he's gonna roast him. He's gonna have this game where he has five threes. And I know I know exactly he obviously has been with Cleveland for a long time. Got traded from the Tim Wolves there. And I know he's obviously want to chip with LeBron and stuff there, but I just can see him coming back to haunt them. Yeah. I don't know why you'd, you'd buy him out. And I know you're trying to have this good relationship and look after him. He can go to a destination he wants. I don't like it. I'm going to court now. Cabs get burnt on this.
1: And the second, like, cause come like the second unit time, is that what you're
0: talking about? Like, No, I can just see him going on. Say if he's with Miami, I can see them taking on the Cabs or something. That'd be good. I can so, just
2: yeah, see I can it. work with that now that we've got a bigger body. I can work with that.
0: I just think it's gonna backfire, but we'll see.
2: Yeah, okay. How long till playoff time? We still got another what?
0: Twenty games. I've got it on yeah. the clock. Stopwatch ready. I can't fucking wait. Um, Bucks acquire Jay Crowder. This was the longest wait ever. This was literally talked about before the season even started, probably end of last year. Just didn't just ridiculous.
1: Well, does does he just come off the bench with Bobby Portis? Does Bobby Porter move to the five? Do um, you play the five-spot when they when in they, when they rotation and then Jake Carter displays the four with him?
0: Yeah, there's a so lot of if, options. If,
1: Gian, if Giannis Lopez, yeah, you, a lot of options, of course, but like Giannis Lopez come off. Them two come on. That's a good rotation. Javon Carter. Javon Carter, yeah, Javon Carter mm-hmm. is their backup point guard. Jordan Is Jordan Orr still there?
0: I think um, he got traded. He got traded, I'm pretty sure. He got traded,
1: yeah, that's right. Ingles. Ingles, that's the one. Sorry, I'm thinking of yeah, Maybe that's him. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good trade. I guess it's a good, it's, it's good for the team. Mm. Just another piece, another strong piece, defensive minded as well. Three and D, I guess you mm. can say. But he hasn't played in a long time as well, so it's easy to say these are good. These are good pieces, ad. But no, like without seeing them play, like, and it's just a number of games. You just don't know.
0: Yeah, Joe Crowd is the type of guy that'll go like five for seven in game one of like a playoff series, and then the next two games, he'll be like two yeah. or thirteen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. And I just think it gives the Bucks more versatility, which is their scariest lineup, crunch time, if they want to go that way, if they need to. Giannis at the five. And you just go, holy fuck, strap yourself in.
1: Because that's, that's hard for the centre, Because right? you need to
0: be moving. Oh, he'll murder you. You need to be moving, brother. Bobby Portis at the four. Put um, Jay Crowder at the three if you want. You want to play big, athletic, aggressive. Middleton, Drew Holiday, thanks for coming. We've got four guys that can space the floor, shoot. Good luck.
1: I'd do that. That's definitely a lineup at the end because that'd just be a defensive nightmare.
0: Giannis at the five is just where shit gets scary. I, so, that'd be
1: so hard to score, wouldn't it?
0: Um, the best team in the league all season, the Celtics get Mike Muscala for my mighty thunder. It's actually probably he's actually stepped into to Boston and he's been knocking down shots. Yeah, I watched
1: that first game and he was, <laughs> he was ripping them. Ripping them? He was ripping them deep
2: as well. So Who we'll was see. Game against? Was that against Bucks? Yeah, it might have been. There was another game at home as well. Because I, I don't know if I don't know if
1: Tatum was out or not. But yeah, that was yeah Brown was out. Yeah. I think Brown was out. Oh, that was na- that was nasty by Tatum. Do you reckon me? to Tatum took took him out to a nice dinner? What would he do?
0: Hundred percent, little wine and dine. Come right in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wine and
1: dine. Hopefully he's not cheap. Hopefully he went somewhere nice. But man, that would have hurt, eh?
0: Oh, big time.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, so he was ripping him against in that game for Boston. Who do you guys, did you guys get any return? I didn't see that one.
0: Um, we got Darius Arich, not from that deal, but um, we yeah, we're sitting tight. So um, mm-hmm. that was just for I think second round picks. And this deadline was crazy. I think there was like thirty seven second round picks used. Splashing. Not even the cash, just I don't know what's going on with the league at the moment.
1: You get a pick. You get a pick. Everyone
0: gets a pick. Exactly. Throw them around. I think it was like 36 or seven-body second-round picks. Yeah. So. yeah. That's our deadline. As I said, the big stuff at the start, KD, Kyrie, Russ, and all that, Lakers upgrade. We've gone down just team by team, mainly contenders who have just, you know, tightened up the position offensively, defensively, tightened up the rotation, you know, Put their, put their guys down to the eight or nine roster, player roster, getting ready for the playoffs, trying to get that continuity, 20 games to the playoffs, Mitch. I love it. Just well, This could be a little rap, rapid fire question because I know we're going for a while and we always try and aim for like an hour, an hour and a half, and things just go crazy. I want to get your NBA championship power, power rankings. Okay. So, who so do you can, five? five, 10, however you want to break it down. The teams you can most likely see winning it or getting there however you want to explain it break it down your reasoning if it's okay. obviously one of the best players in the world just top five six however you want to break it down from the best ranked side to the worst ranked however you want to do it bounce with me if you need it i can throw an assist in go
1: okay this in terms of power rankings it's not like top five i think there's only five teams that can win it this year i think one of these oh. five. so number one i think boston has to be, right? Deep, deepest team in the NBA right now. Personally, I think best team. Um, Jason Tatum, MVP caliber player, Joan Brown Orsa, coaches on really well. I mean, when they play that big man lineup, it's just a nightmare. So yeah, they have to be number one. And they should be they should be favorites to win the whole thing. Number two, have to go with Giannis and the Bucs. Okay. Um, they've been on an eleven or twelve game win streak now. Giannis come for the MVP. I don't think you would get it, but he is coming for it. Um, Drew Holiday, Chris Milton coming back. Lopez playing probably like he did in, in the Brooklyn days. So I think they're the two best teams right now in the NBA, personally, the East Side. Third best team it has to go with KD. KD in the Suns, just based off that trade. You've got Kevin KD, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, John Dre Aiden. I think it's good enough to win the championship. You know it is now. Number four has to be Denver, the number one in the West. They'll stay number one. They're potentially three time MVP in a row for Jokic. Good, very, good, very, very well coached. Good deep team. I mean, they have to be a championship looking team. And number five has to be the Warriors. Has to be the Warriors if they're healthy. If Asterix, Asterix over them, if they're healthy. Because we're talking about Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole. Steve Kerr. They won a championship last year. If they're healthy, they're coming for it. I'm telling you.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that was going for about 90 seconds. He's fucking wrapped it up. Strap yourself in for April. Let's go. That was good, bro. This is just my opinion. I agree with the Warriors thing. If they're healthy, I'd probably just slide the Clippers up. If not, because Kawhi Leonard, he's on a tear. He's probably playing as a top ten player. No, I'm number six. That was six for me. Awesome. So I've got them right there. So I just think there's five. Okay. So essentially, let's break this down. Celtics or Bucks, you can't see anyone else coming out of that conference.
1: No. No. If Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are on the floor, if Giannis, Middleton and Drew are on the floor, no one's beating them in first second, first or second round. If I don't see them two playing in the conference, Eastern Conference Finals, then something's wrong with the NBA script. <laughs> That's the
2: NBA script, brother. We want Giannis <laughs> and Tatum.
0: Yeah. It's actually interesting because... Yeah, you just can't see it. You think of like a Philly or a Cavs, which I don't think will, but let's just stick on Philly for a sec. They have to go in the second round, say it doesn't matter who they take on. Say they're taking on the Bucs, say they're taking on the Celtics. They magically, majestically get through them. Then look who's waiting on the other side, the other best team. So it's just a nightmare. I personally have the Bucs at one. I think the Bucs, I've got them just above the Celtics. Just that's me. And I agree with the West. It sucks for the Nuggets fans. But we'll see. I think, like, deserve, they probably – they deserve to be favourites in regards like – they're, they're the best team in the West, like, visually what we've seen. All year they've been so consistent. We're going to have to go for Denver, the altitude, mile high, baby. I think they deserve to be there.
1: Maybe it's different this year where they go step further, but what do we say every year about the Denver Nuggets? They're a great
0: regular season team. It's defence, man. That's, that's all I can say about them. Defence. They're sitting around that um, – that 17, 18 range, I think they dropped it down to around like the 12th. They're around like, the, yeah, that just mediocre defense. If they can crank that down to like a eight or nine, it sounds silly. If they can be just like a, on the brink, on the edge of a top 10 defense in this league, I think they can do it. I really do. Offensively, we don't even have to ask. So that's how, yeah, power rankings. I love that. I agree.
2: I've got a few questions for you. So you asked it before Will the Lakers make the playoffs this year? Right. I agree. I've
0: got him as no. Next question. Will this be Damian Lillard's last season with the Trailblazers? They didn't do anything in the offseason. Oh, sorry. They didn't do anything at the trade deadline. They've got a big Jeremiah Grant decision to make. Are they going to pay him? Do you think he'll I just continue? don't see
1: where he I just don't know where he goes. But also I feel like a guy who's said every year, don't run from the grinds. I'll save one team, like we're going to bring it back. I just don't see a guy who said said these amount of things for that long, is just going to be like, no, I want to go. I just don't see it, man. It's hard for me to see Dean Lindley out of and I just don't see it happening. They love him, there.
0: Okay, awesome. All right, we've talked about the the three-time MVP that looks like it's going to happen, Jokic. 20 games to go, Mitch. Is it locked in? Can anything else happen? Can anything else change? If so, Um, please tell me who. I don't know. Injury tomorrow, maybe.
1: Like, he's, he's going to stay averaging these numbers. They're going to stay in the first seed. Like, I just, I really, I don't just don't see it, eh? I really, it may be, the only thing we can see is, like, the way we can look at it is, like, how do you give a guy MVP three times in a row? Like, how do you give a guy back-to-back-to-back to back to back MVPs? Maybe it's a league. As you said, you might say the tinfoil hat is saying, like, the league's going to try and push another narrative. That's the only way. Because his numbers won't go down. His numbers are huge. The team not cool, gone. Mm. He's played games without Jamal Murray and played games without Michael Porter Junior. She's like he's played a lot. You know, so I don't know, man. It's, it's just hard for me to see where he, where he where he loses. Mm. I just think it's just wrapped up
2: personally. Okay, beautiful. Well, okay, you give me your reason. I just think there's a late push. By who and how? Giannis. And
1: they needed they would have to go like ninety percent eighty, ninety percent of
0: games winning. Okay. So he would weeks. have to
1: go and he would have to go like thirty-five, thirteen,
0: and five. So we talk about three weeks' time, maybe we come on the podcast and we go, holy fuck, the bucks have All won right. twenty the bucks have won twenty two straight. Oh my god, Giannis.
2: How
1: about we do a lead up playoff picture and MVP relook and we'll see how the numbers stack up from here to then.
0: Ew. I agree with you. Jokic deserves it, should be locked in. I say it every year. There will be a late push. I, I think we said it. that
1: last year about and then I think we said that last year an MB made a late push
0: and then And okay. so did
1: Giannis. They were that fucking close. But I feel like it's just,
0: the distance is much more further away. It is, it is. Year. It is. I agree. Jokic, as I said, deserves it, Deser- deserves to be favorite, should win it. But I just know what's happening, what's coming.
1: Yeah. Pretty it's crazy, like, like a big man averaging triple double. Phenomenal. Yeah. And he Absolutely. does everything for the team. So so good to watch. So you just really hope
0: he doesn't get injured because won't be good for Denver. I wanna see him make a deep run in the playoffs and see what they've actually got for sure. Well
1: now now to see like them like play against like we're gonna be seeing them play against some high level teams,
0: mm.
2: really high
1: level teams. So I thought they're gonna i not to say an easier run, but I just thought they just thought that it the lock to get out of the get out of the west if everyone's just
2: out. Mm. Yep. We'll see. Yep. Okay. Any hot takes for the rest of the season, regular season? I feel like you're gonna say Bucks maybe finish first.
0: Yeah, that's not hot hot, because I'm I was writing that from the start. I think they can overtake
2: them. Um Ah uh, hot take.
0: Fuck it. Dallas Mavericks missed the playoffs.
2: Miss as in
1: they Miss. get as in a fall to seventh 10th, and they lose in the play in.
0: Correct. Go on. Wow. Dallas Mavericks, ladies and gentlemen, will miss the playoffs.
1: What does that
2: do for your Luka basketball card? Rock bottom. I'm broke.
0: Bankrupt. Time to hit the streets. <laughs> nah, I, that's, you wanted a hot take and I can see it happening. I can see all these teams running and catching them. They're only half a game up, so yeah. Jesus, mate. You got one for the show to end or that's it? I'll be honest, I don't. Okay, you put me on the spot and I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Let's go. All right, see you guys. See you, bro. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playable. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playable. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go.